Hello friends, thank you for listening to my first time watching, and before we get into the episode, I just wanted to make it very clear that we do not support J.K. Rowling's transphobic comments. We believe that Harry Potter is a place of love and acceptance and encouragement and belonging, and for someone to try to take that away is really upsetting, and trans lives matter, and they need to be protected, and we just wanted to make that incredibly clear that we do not support J.K.R.'s views and comments and we just hope that harry potter can continue to be a safe place for people to feel that love and acceptance and yeah so i just wanted to make that clear you are very loved and we hope that if you're listening to this episode that you enjoy it So what's the deal with the parade this year? Oh, I saw <laughs> I that. I was like, is it inappropriate? Because yeah, you saw that, you saw that TikTok where the girl yeah, was crying. Yeah, the girl's crying. She's like, is it gonna happen? But she was crying because of the parade. The girl on TikTok, she was like, she was like, this happening. There's not gonna be a Macy's Day parade. That's funny. Wait. Uh, I never watched those. I watched the Rose Bowl. Yeah. What are you? Uh, I was about to say, what side of TikTok are you on? I, uh, right now, I'm on... Oh, is Wendy Williams on your TikTok? Yeah. Oh my gosh, praise be. I saw Tay, and then he showed me the TikTok, because he's like, did you see the Mask Singer TikTok? I'm like, I don't oh watch gosh, that. I'm obsessed and with that sound. I'm, that's all I'm getting now. They're singing so in my head all day. funny. I asked Bobby, I said, um, I said, is Wendy Williams on your TikTok? And he was like, what? And I was like... Mm-hmm. I said, Lil Vampin. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And he said, no. And Why I, aren't we recording this? I'm I was recording already. shocked. Yeah. No. no. Some good content. Um, You're welcome. I'm running for local office. Please delete this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... So the day after, I was talking to Tate about it. Like, he showed me all of them. And then um, the next day, that's my whole, like, for you page or whatever on TikTok. And then I'm also getting... Um, what side of TikTok are you on? I'm I'm on what's the the one where it's like call an ambulance, call an ambulance, <laughs> but, not but not for, for me. me. Oh and my gosh, wait! I saw the best one today that literally made me think of you guys because well, the caption was when the kidnapper says, um, <laughs> "Describe every describe this the baseball scene in Twilight in vivid detail," <laughs> and it was like call an ambulance, but not for me. There's the the ones that crack me up are like they cut off the knot and it's like, it's like for, for me. me. <laughs> I sent you the one about the siblings like. Um, call an ambulance, call an ambulance, but it was like when you the kidnapper only wants the, the least funniest sibling. It's <laughs> oh <laughs> like we would be the favorite, so the most funny, so we oh, I haven't gotten any Twilight ones in a good hot yeah, minute. They're fading. I know. Think. Come back, please. Come back. Please, please. They're listening to us. Content, I know. No, I think that's that's all I've gotten. I really? Let me look real quick. <laughs> right, I somehow got to Glee TikTok a little bit and I'm like that's I good. still don't know anything about Glee guys. Oh. Did you ever finish the first season? Um I'm on season four. I'm on season four, girl. Oh, oh dang, Actually, I'm almost on season five. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, wait, let me see. It was pretty dry at first. Um, I'm getting. What am I getting? Um, I follow this girl because I think she's very fascinating. I don't even know who that so is. So she looks like Marilyn Monroe, but she yeah. oh, actually yeah, lives in her, her house. Yeah, that's that's a weird thing. Yeah. Some people go to that yeah, extreme. That's you know? true. I guess. Um. I'm on um, environmentalist TikTok. I'm on oh, okay. how did you even get <laughs> bakery, there? Bakery, bakery TikTok. Wait, what am I on? Um, 
Oh, I had this guy, the millennial guy. Oh my gosh, oh, this guy. Oh, so I don't even. I'm not on millennial TikTok. Why would I be on millennial TikTok? Gen Z. True. Oh my gosh, wait. Did you guys see this? I posted it on my close friends. It's this old ass lady singing America's Part of the Complex. I was going to send it to you yesterday because she was going live yesterday with that performance. Mm-hmm. I'm on She's How to Marry cool. Rich TikTok. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So wait, yeah, I'm on a lot of. Oh, I'm on healthy eating TikTok because they know that I need to be eating. <laughs> I'm actually quite sad. I got um, on this like barista one and I'm just like oh. saving a bunch of recipes. Okay, but like what about my boy Remy? Are you on Remy TikTok? Yeah, I've Remy. been on Remy. Remy TikTok is... I got Summer and Joe. Um, Summer and Joe didn't know what it was at all. And then I showed them a bunch of videos and we were waiting for um, yeah. to get food. And I showed them all of them, and now they're obsessed. And like, she made her. I did. I, I sent you guys her TikTok. She made a TikTok. Oh my gosh, yeah, I saw that. I was Wait, dying. It was so funny. It took me a hot minute to realize that that was Summer and her family. Uh, yeah. So like, I can't go on without my day without singing Remy the Ratatouille song. Like, it's like, always it in my head. Just so cures good. anything that I'm just going through in the moment. Yeah. That's true. That's so good. And I'm on, I'm trying to get out of Clean Gambit, um, TikTok because I haven't seen any of the episodes. Where? I don't. Oh, I haven't even I, seen any. Queen's Gambit on TikTok. Oh, I'm on, I've been on Christmas TikTok since probably July. So <laughs> I figured I have all not. of these fake people are on it right now, and I'm like, I'm sorry. How long have you yeah, been on here? You, you've been on here. I'm, I'm on Mandalorian right now. Oh. Because last episode was a little controversial. It wasn't, but Baby Yoda's just eating. Oh my gosh, like, have you seen those eggs. bunny TikToks? No. What? What? Okay, bunny? never mind. If anyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> bunny. Bunny needs. Funny, mom. You know which one no. I've been getting a lot of, and they're kind of random. The one that's like, "Stop! The girls are fighting. Yeah. <laughs> the girls are fighting," girls are and fighting. it makes me laugh so hard every time. Also, I'm on like Frog TikTok, and I keep seeing these two people who made like head things of Mr. Toad and Frog. Oh. And it's oh, okay. really weird, and it makes yeah. me uncomfortable. Okay, go watch this. I don't know. I don't know where. Okay, I'm well. just going down a. It's a good time. Pit. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I bought. Um, oh, also the Matthew Morrison as the Grinch. Oh my gosh, stop. Oh my gosh, this is the worst thing. Did you see my new header on Twitter? Yeah, the, po- <laughs> the podcast that we listened to. Look at it. The Morning Toast, they posted the like news clip on their story or mm-hmm. on their Instagram feed. And the comments were so funny. Like, everyone was like, you did this for what? And like... Yeah, I'm like curious. I wonder if he knows how much people do not like him. Yeah, like, or I, I also bad. even wonder because I feel like a lot of these like live, like network musicals don't always like go off well. Like Hairspray Live, did anyone talk about it? No, Mm-mm. like no one talks about any of them. So I almost also even wonder like, did they intentionally pick him because be he gets talk all the time because like he's so disliked. But Ugh, yeah, that means it. more talk for if the raps, network. I'm cutting the wire. <laughs> he raps. Oh my god, just watch. He raps rap. while wrapping gifts. Oh my god, oh my I just goodness. can't. I will watch it just so. I, I don't know. I want to watch it, but also, like, I don't want to watch it. I just want to see, like... Why uh, everyone hates him? No, I know why people hate him. <laughs> Mr. Shu, um, you suck, um, <laughs> first of all. Um, but just because it's, I don't know, it's just hilarious, first of all, that, I don't know, he's just... He's just weird. Like, stop trying so hard. Nobody likes you. going to work out. I also want to see his Instagram captions after this because his Instagram <gasps> captions are very... Yeah. Did you follow him? No. You just have you? to go every now and again and take a couple like, peeks. Someone that talks shit a lot about him. No, I don't follow him. Yeah. No, I don't follow him, but he's just... Oh, I just can't. Oh, you don't like it. Okay. Let's get to it. 
So, hello everyone. That was our introduction. <laughs> That's kind of, I guess, our sum of what we've been consuming this week. Yeah. Um, we're back, and now we're doing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and I'm here with Kat and Drew together for the first time. For the first time, wow. For the first time. Not our first time on my first time, but <laughs> as a our unit. first time as our a unit. Our first time as yeah. a unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is good. And we picked this one for many reasons, I think, because you guys just recently watched it for the first time this beginning of this year. Uh, I think it, was it wasn't quarantine. quarantine. Oh yeah, God. like that was like our real like, quarantine yeah. thing. It feels like two years ago. That definitely feels a lifetime ago. Oh my gosh. But Yeah, it was like March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feels like for like the like thinking about living in the apartment feels like that was two years ago. No, I just think about brown walls and I'm like, Jesus oh, Christ, Jesus. that was like five years ago. I know, jeez, no finding no parking that was like two years ago. Oh my gosh, the other day I was driving past your guys' old apartment because I had to like take that side street and there was a spot right in front of the street and immediately I was like, and then I was like, I don't need why why like my <laughs> instinct was to there. go park. <laughs> He's funny. just so conditioned. That's, That's good. So funny. No, yeah, I'm. I can't believe that was. We watched them all in like within what, like a month or within less like probably like three weeks, weeks, if not less. No, it was for sure like within the month. Three okay. weeks, a three month. Three weeks, a month. Mm. Same three, thing. To February, three to four weeks. weeks. <laughs> Two business weeks. Two business yeah. weeks. Yeah, that's true. I just, I don't know. I'm trying. I was trying to remember like when my first time was, and it was like when I was a kid, and it's just like wild to think. Yeah. Your first time watching it was this year it was 2020 yeah 2020 um it was a good time watching them for the first time all of them which one was like your favorites if you oh. have, like you could do like top two top three there's a okay there's let a me just pull up the, the covers <laughs> really quickly well for <laughs> sure just like the last one i don't remember the name uh, part two deathly hollows part two yeah part yeah. two was just like so emotional like mm-hmm. i just remember crying yeah. I think twice, maybe three times. Oh, wow. Like, it was just so good. And also, I kind of feel like I liked the Half-Blood Prince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, Deathly um, Hollows. Yeah. I kind of had to say, I think my, maybe one of my, not that I, I think they're all honestly really great, but I think the Goblet of Fire one was very interesting. That it felt one? the least, like, normal of them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh. <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, that one's actually my favorite book, and it's my favorite book because there's literally half of that book is not even in the movie. They cut out so much of it, and they debated on making it two parts. They shut up. And you have to oh, read that wow. book because it's it is my favorite, and it's a huge book. It's one of the biggest ones, and it has like multiple characters that aren't even in the movie but are so vital to the story, and they mm-hmm. kind of just like wow went around all of that oh and you you have to read it because there's so much more there's so much more about like cedric there's so many other characters dobby's in it a lot Dobby. so you have to really watch so because <laughs> yeah but half-blood prince watch it. i'll I like read it. it read it watch yeah read it sorry <laughs> i don't know i have like major amnesia so honestly i don't think i remember <laughs> the last four movies they do get sadder so yeah they really do and they get older yeah, they, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite? No, I just said I have no. amnesia. I don't you really remember, don't remember. But from anything? based on like these pictures that I pulled up on <laughs> the internet, um, Harry Potter running through the forest oh, in Deathly Hollows Part One. Yes, Deathly Hollows Part One. Yeah, I think from what I vaguely remember, that one was pretty good. <laughs> running through the forest. 
That one was like, well, they're all sad, but that one was like super dramatic. And yeah. I think like as you, because you kind of, well, I went, like I grew up watching them. So as I was getting older, they were getting older and mm-hmm. kind of That's like, deep. oh my gosh, this is so sad. Like, obviously I'm not going through that much trauma, but still I'm sad. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> but I think it was cool to see how the characters grew and they're a little different in the books, but we're not here to talk about the books. We're here to talk about the movies. Yeah, first so, one. The first one, um, two th- it, was, it came out in 2001, um, directed by Chris Columbus. Um, not The not canceled one. Yeah, um, he actually directed the first... <laughs> the, the one we stand. The one we Honestly, stand. Honestly, can we make Columbus Day about this man yeah, instead? Yeah, you should, because he, he did the first oh two gosh. movies. And but then I like think... Warner Brothers, if you are talking... Oh, that's right. Okay, well, well maybe the day two. after. Part two took... It'd be like a great day for like Freeform to run a Harry Potter marathon. Yeah. They do that every day though. I'm getting yeah, that's true. It's pretty um, often. He also did, I think, Gremlins. So he did a lot of like funny '80s movies. Mm-hmm. So that's why like the tone of these two, obviously, because they're kids too. They're it's a little more lighthearted and like fun. But um, I think he did okay. He did. He did all eight. No. Um, he did the first two and then. Um, and then he bounced. He mm-hmm. said, I'll get that check. I'll yeah. I'll get that money. And then um, the music is by John Williams. So we know him by, like, he's like Steven Spielberg's BFF. He does a lot of. He did actual. all the, the Star Wars music. Um, he did E.T., literally every, like, Jurassic Park, like, wow. everything. But it's so funny. I found on YouTube there's. One of the songs on, I think it's the first movie, sounds just like, I can't remember what other Stevens, it's like a Steven Spielberg movie where the songs literally sound the same, <laughs> but, um, oh gosh, you got sloppy. Yeah, I got sloppy as well, it's okay, and then, yeah, so John Williams did the music, I think he, he does it for most, I didn't look that up, but I'm kind of figuring, he's still alive. That's oh, fine. wow. Oh, yeah, and then he did the new Star Wars movies, too. Um, and then how does this guy yeah, just like live yeah. forever yeah he's royalties? super old but i oh. think because there was a different Does composer for a few like one of the star wars movies but he made ray's song especially for daisy ridley so he like i think he didn't do all the rest of them but he made sure to do hers hmm, i could be wrong intimate. we'll see yeah i don't know okay but yeah okay so the cast is danny radcliffe as harry potter emma watson as hermione Rupert Grint as um, Ron, Maggie Smith as um, Queen McGonagall, and Queen. <laughs> Alan Rickman as Snape, and then we have a few other, a lot of people, we'll go through that list later. There's just so many people in this movie to count, um, but yeah, so I want to ask you guys first before we get into the movie, mm-hmm. like, individually, and then together you can talk about it, like, yeah. what was, like, watching this this movie specifically for the first time, like, what were your thoughts, or, like, coming into it? Like, not knowing, like, obviously, like, why couldn't, like, why didn't you watch it until now? Like, tell the audience. Uh, Okay, well, coming from a very conservative household, um, the School of Magic, School of Wizardry, um, obviously a big no-no in our family. (laughs) Super fun. So I was like, yeah, whatever. And then in college, um, I remember uh, my mentor, John Kay, was like, oh my gosh, I've never watched Harry Potter either, but I love being that 1% of the population that's never seen it. And I said, oh my God, me too. Like, I love that. I'm going to take that for myself. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, I don't want to watch Harry Potter or whatever. And then quarantine came and then we're like running out of content to watch mm-hmm. already. So we're like, let's watch Harry Potter. I'm kind of always been interested in it, but I've never had a real desire for it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, 
obviously everyone loves it. It's like a huge thing. Like I need, I want to know, you know, why it's so good. Is it even good? Mm, it's good. Yeah. So very similar answer. Just super conservative upbringing. <laughs> um, never really got to watch it or mm. read um, the books. And I feel like, yeah, by the time, I feel like in college, a lot of people talked about it kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Gryffindor, I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, for sure. Um, and so I feel like for me, I was like, okay, like I, I just can't get invested now. Like, like I felt like I, it was too past. I oh, was like, yeah. it's just like, why would I, why would I start now? Like I, the train has left. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but poetic. what's so funny is I do remember always being like, oh, I really want to go to Universal Studios mm-hmm. and like go to the attraction but i was like i have no reason to like want to go i don't know but you know it's just like Mm -hmm. the aesthetic i could vibe with it yeah Yeah. she's cute she's cute yeah she's cute she's fun she's a little flirty and so yeah we were like you know the world's closed for a couple weeks lol a couple weeks we thought at the time i'm still like embarrassed like coming on thanks for putting us on blast that it was our first time watching it in 2020 (laughs) no Um, even like your sister was like yeah like i just heard you guys just watched them recently and i I said like oh my gosh please i'm sorry the tiktok behind the ear behind the hair behind your Mm -hmm. ear thing and i said "Mm -hmm. yeah thanks um so you know, I say that I was glad to be part of the 1%, but I just felt really left behind and oh, just embarrassed yeah. to have never seen them. But, you know, Christian households, that's where it's hot. So, yeah. And then watching it, like, what were your initial reactions? Like, and like, sans like, like the development and like the story building, <laughs> but just like your, um, your first impressions while watching it. My first impressions was that I thought I was going to enter litigation with my parents because (laughs) I felt like, oh my gosh, I was robbed of a childhood. Mm, Like, mm -hmm. like just like, and it's actually really interesting to me at like 23 years old to like have started watching it and be like, wow, it's still so like imaginative and like creative. And like, I didn't feel like, oh, this is a kid's movie or like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I felt like I really stepped into this world of like wonder, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think going into it, I was like, okay, like it was like kind of fun, like being honest. Yeah. Super fun. Um, just like seeing his journey and, um, just like this poor kid, like, oh my gosh, wow. Like we really, I really wasn't able to watch this and I was like, this wasn't even bad. (laughs) That's my impression. (laughs) of like, why was my mom trying to protect me from this? Um, but definitely like this world of like magic and all of those things and just seeing how it came to life was super cool. And like, I can imagine 2001 mm-hmm. watching this, like that would oh, have for been, sure. wow, like yeah. amazing. Um, but we didn't watch that in 2001, so yeah. it's okay. Yeah. I can just imagine like the merch shelves at like Target and like those kinds of things were probably mm-hmm. just like Blockbuster. Oh my gosh, how many people probably rented that? There's yeah. probably a wait list at Blockbuster for this movie. That's yeah. true. Just pirated. That's honestly <laughs> crazy. But yeah, I just feel like I was like, oh my gosh, like I now, like I immediately, I was like, I get it. I understood the hype. I I was like, oh, I get it. Like, yeah. Literally immediately. Because, like, when you go to, like, literally every store, there's always Harry Potter merch everywhere. You go to Target, you go to Hot Topic, you go to even, like, Kohl's. There'll be, like, a Gryffindor shirt. It's just like Star Wars. Like, Harry Potter and Star Wars will forever be on the shelves. The best items to have. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, theme parks having, like, a world based on it. And we get it now, which was, like, fine. I was like, oh, my gosh, finally. Like, I can be part of (laughs) Uh this. I'm part Um, of it. And not be fake. Yeah. (laughs) But. Oh, that's good. Okay, cool. So, um, from that, I guess, like, in general, I have a lot of questions for you guys. Because you guys, like. Oh, I love this. You guys have never seen this. And this was, like, part of my childhood. So, it's, like, totally different. 20s. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so do you think like after not just watching this one, but the rest of them, do you think it was like worth the hype? Like, like getting attached to characters or like the story, the development, like just entering this world. Did you feel like, oh, this is like I wasn't expecting this, but I'm glad that it happened. I don't know. That's like dramatic, but. No, yeah, I think like especially because like where you start i was like oh my gosh like i feel so bad for like this kid harry and like just like the way like immediately like you're so empathetic for him Mm -hmm. and then i feel like you like really really follow his journey and i feel like i was like oh we got like so high up and then like you just go right back like down and you really like for me i was like oh my gosh like it felt like such a roller coaster of like them developing and like i don't know i feel like it was worth the hype and i but i also i will say i kind of wonder if it's better that I watched it later because I feel like I wouldn't have like understood Mm -hmm. as much of it as a kid or like the like deepness to a lot of it you know oh for sure I definitely get it now like I just said like we get it like I get the hype like I get why I rushed up to this movie to take my um Mm -hmm. my quiz of what oh um, your Pottermore quiz yeah what are your house the houses yeah the house quiz I am a um Slytherin Mm -hmm. a Gryffindor Cool. um so that's a fun like i was like i understand why everyone's like oh my gosh you that's a big door. deal <laughs> yeah and i was like oh my gosh i'm finally part of this but just understanding you know harry and his life story and like just his pain of like you know being a little orphan boy yeah. with his aunt and uncle who treated him so badly so as an adult watching it like oh my gosh i think being more attached to the feelings and the storyline yeah. of harry and like his journey um throughout his time at Hogwarts, you know, and mm-hmm. what it meant to him to, to fight Voldemort. I think yeah. I was just able to really dive deeper into that than, you know, being, I don't know how old I was at 2001. Yeah, um, babies. But yeah. yeah, so it's like just awesome to to watch it as an adult, to follow mm-hmm. him and, 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 you know, be happy for him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I feel that. When I, I first watched it, I believe... I w- it wasn't 2001 because I was like, what, how old are you? Like five, four, whatever. I'm not good at math. Five, I think. Four or five. Wow. So I think That's I wild. believe I watched it for Dang. the first time. I remember I was I was in Whittier. I was living in Whittier. And then my dad was out watching TV with me and we had ABC Family on. And I switched to ABC Family. I was working on a project. Um, I was working on like a project on like a state capital I like chose. So it was Massachusetts. And I guess they're like they're like sig i don't know what you call it like you know we have like the every state has like a fruit or something yeah you have like you're not your state bird your state like yeah. everything it's so weird and i i was doing like it was a cranberry whatever <laughs> oh ocean <laughs> spray i was like making the um i was like making my like project for it and then i like switched it on to harry potter and then my dad's like what is that and i was like oh um i don't know i it looks like because i you i growing up like i knew what it was though like you'd see like commercials Wait, how old of were it. you I was like in third grade, mm-hmm. so I was like I don't even know how old you. How old are you? In third I think grade? like you're seven, seven or eight. something, right? Fifth yeah, grade, you're like ten. I think they all kind of merge together, wait, no. but that seems yeah. right. Like seven ish. Wait, seems no, right. you have to be ten. Oh, it doesn't matter. I don't know, but I remember like only knowing Harry Potter because I like the book fairs, like the Scholastic book fairs. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so Harry mm, Potter's I always can still the smell first those. book. Yeah. Oh, Ugh, um, mm-hmm. but you can. I remember just seeing Harry Potter always in the first ones, or and like with Lemony Snicket's like a series of fortune events, and then um, 
I, I remember seeing like commercials for it and just like it was just everywhere ever since like it came out like it's everywhere and so I knew of it because then I would see like previews on um, ABC Family mm. and then I like put it on while I was doing my project and my dad's like what is it that's that's like witchcraft stuff and I was like okay. <laughs> he's gonna listen to this because he listens to all of my episodes I did. hey Rudy <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, I think he just like budged and just like let me watch it but then it was this movie and I was just like sitting there and watching it like not even doing like this is where I learned I was a procrastinator <laughs> <laughs> didn't even do my this is when we really learned you cared for the arts yeah yep. and I was just watching it and I was like so immersed I'm like oh my gosh like this is so fun but obviously yeah. being like I guess like I guess I was 10 but being that age you still don't really understand like fully like the depth of like the story mm-hmm. um but it wasn't until like I got older and then I kind of my age caught up with the films and so um, when Order of the Phoenix came out, like I went with my family and we watched it and I took a napkin from Olive Garden cause I knew I was going to cry. Oh. And cause we had went to Olive Garden before we went to the theater yeah. and my dad would always, we're like, we're, what movie are we watching? Cause he would never like know what movies you're watching. <laughs> and then we'd go to the theater. I think my sister's with me too. And my, my, I told my dad, I was like, oh, we're watching Order of the Phoenix. And he's like, you mean Order of the Hamburger? And he's just like making such <laughs> dad jokes. And I just remember we're sitting there and then I like brought the napkin. I don't know why I brought it really. I, maybe I thought I knew like I was going to cry. I didn't wow. know what was going to happen in the movie. And then I started to use, it's like the like the, the cloth napkin. Yeah, I was going to say, take the <laughs> cloth napkin. Yeah, and then when it happens, um, when Sirius <laughs> died, um, I was like, I was crying because he's my favorite character. But mm-hmm. I remembered like that moment. But I just remembered every time crying in the movie theater for Harry Potter characters. Oh um, my gosh. But yeah, as I grew up, like I was starting to catch up. So like Goblet of Fire, like all of them. Yeah. You started watching them in the theaters, but yeah, that was my first time. See, wow, can you imagine like watching these in theaters? That's pretty Yeah, magical. like that's crazy to yeah. me. Yeah. We watched um I don't know if Noelle's listening to this, but we and and Whittier there's this movie theater. It's just it's like a sister one to the um the triangle one, the oh, okay. Starlight, Starlight Cinema. Cinemas. Yeah. Two. And so me and my friends, like in high school, middle school, I think I told you guys this, like on Thursdays, because this is like before like everything changed and like you would they would let you watch the movies at like ten PM on like that mm-hmm. Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um it used to just strictly be midnight showings. Yeah. And so like my parents, <laughs> like my mom would let me like go on a school night and like to Love go that. wait in lines but all of my friends parents let them too and we'd go to oh school goodness. the next day and be like oh yeah we watched it yeah we stayed up we would do that and then i was like wouldn't even care that i have to wake up at seven but i remember for um the last harry potter movie it came out two days before my birthday july 15th and it was in the summer this is so nerdy um and i had like my i have a picture on well, somewhere you probably still have the ticket stub too yeah huh? i know i save all my <laughs> ticket stubs i have my twilight breaking dawn one <laughs> i oh just found goodness. it but I was wearing um, like the, the Deathly Hollow symbol shirt. I got it Hot Topic, mm. and so we get we get we got off at school like at two fifty. Yeah. I like take my backpack with me, and then I like but I bring my blankets and stuff, and then we like there's pictures I'll have to show you guys, and we set up kind of like our like this is where we're gonna sit for hours until midnight. And oh so it's gosh. like a literal before square seating. Yeah, oh. before reserved oh seating. So it's literally a square, and then like the the line starts at the front, and then it goes all the way back, and it kind of loops around. And we'd get there right after school, so we would be like the fourth person in line, oh. or like we'd always have to get a really good seat. 
And so we were like, I don't know, like 10 people behind. And so we were a little worried, but we still got good seats. <laughs> worried? <laughs> yeah. Kidding me. Um, and then we like, we brought games. Like we would used to do, like our parents would bring, drop us like pizza and like we'd have games. From we'd play you know, at night. Yeah. That's we would crazy. just be doing homework or studying for quizzes. And then, um, and then like our, like, I had to call my mom, like, can you, like, pick up my stuff? Because I don't can take all this stuff to the movie theater. And then they would, like, our parents would come and, like, pick up our stuff. And then we just wait there. And it was, like, so fun. I want to be one of those parents. Yeah, honestly. But that's why, like, I have so many fond memories of, like, watching these movies because, like, of the experience getting there. Um, But I remember, like, waiting for hours and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, let me get one of those, like, Starbucks drinks at, like, the Mm. liquor store. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Then just sugar. Yeah, because you just needed sugar. And then you would, like... You get in your ticket stub, and then you'd, like, go and get your seats, and then all your friends are in a whole row, because we all waited for, like, seven hours together, and it was, like, the best feeling, and then just having that experience of, like, oh, my God, like, would you see that? Do you see that? Like, we just, like, yell at each other, but try not to, like, be too loud, because, like, people are also watching, but it's just, like, nerds are watching movies, mm-hmm. but I think that's why, like, not just my love for Harry Potter, but a lot of movies is just, like, the experience of it. Oh, yeah. But now we can't go to movie theaters. Really so that's good for you. But, yeah, sorry, I kind of went on a tangent, but... um that's oh, okay. So, like, story. watching, like, Deathly Hallows. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. That's my coming of age story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, seeing Deathly Hallows in the theater like that, we were all, like, it was, like, ten of us. Yeah. And we're like, oh, my gosh, we know it's going to be sad. People were reading the books in line because they had like a few hours oh my gosh you probably could read the whole book in line yeah and i was just like i'm so stressed i don't know because i didn't read the books growing up so i was like i don't know what's gonna happen i'm so scared and then obviously i'm left a wreck and i was like (laughs) so sad but so happy but um i think it's cool to have like that different perspective of like watching it still like for your first time when you're older and it still has a lot of meaning because then i feel like it kind of lets you reminisce a bit of like oh for sure growing up but yeah that's why I love these movies because they can be very like heartfelt and soft and like very. break your heart too. Um, but yeah, okay. Let's. I want to do a quick plot summary. I don't want to go through everything because I really want to like focus on like your guys's favorite scenes or like yeah. favorite parts Shoot. about it. So okay. I'll do like a brief plot because usually we go through. Um, we usually go through the whole thing mm-hmm. and do it by scene by scene, but I feel like it might be a little like more. No, let's give an overview. I'm sure everyone's seen yeah. it. If you haven't seen it, keep Go listening. Watch it. Yeah. Go watch so it. Yeah, so I'll do a... Listen to this. No, wait. Watch Listen to this while you watch it. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'll just do like the basic plot summary. Harry Potter is an average 11-year-old boy who's lived with the Dursley family ever since his parents died in a quote-unquote car crash. Um, for some reason, the family's always mistreated him, obviously. Like, he lives in a cupboard. Like, they, they suck. They're awful. Um, on his 11th birthday, so... I guess we'll we'll talk about this later. So on, a, on his 11th birthday, giant man named Rubius Hagrid hands him a letter to tell him that he's been accepted as a student at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Harry learns that his parents were riz- wizards and were killed by an evil wizard named Lord Voldemort, a, a truth that was hidden from him all these years. He embarks on this new like adventure as a student going to the school, making friends, um, best friends Ron Weasley, and then her, eventually Hermione Granger. And they soon learn that something very valuable is hidden somewhere inside the school. And um, they hear they learn about Lord Voldemort and, like, what he's trying to get. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So I feel like this is, like, the story is very, like, heavy for, like, a child to comprehend. Um, extremely. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, just some light reading. Just some light reading. reading. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the beginning. Like, first impressions of the Dursleys, of, like, his, like, aunt and uncle. Uh, lovely people are you kidding okay well wait i feel like i have to really 
quickly go on this tangent and say that for as iconic as a like tri- not trilogy what's the word series there's a lot of them yeah installment as this trilogy times like a billion <laughs> twenty-five thousand. um i do feel like the very first scene is very odd mm-hmm. like how they're just like mm-hmm. on the dark road and everyone mm, just kind of appears. Like it was like a very interesting start. It was like taking the little lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, what? Very what? ominous. I said, what the damn yeah. hell? <laughs> yeah, it was very, very ominous for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But- I, I feel like, because you're like in your head, you're watching it like, oh, witches and wizards. Like, what are they going to do? Like, are they bad? Because you just like, as, I don't know, you instantly think like, that's bad. Yeah, and McGonagall's like a cat and then like yeah. transfigures into a person. Like, oh. And then like they have this baby and they just drop him off at this door. And um, I think McGonagall makes a comment like, um, everyone's going to like know him when like he grows up, but he's going to be famous. Yeah, and they say something like, are you sure this is the right choice? And he's like, yes, like this is his only family. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was weird watching it again. She was like, I've been watching them all day. They're not good people. Yeah. They're like the worst kind of people. And he goes, ah, they're, he, he's, he'll be fine. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? Like, yes, he's his only family, but they're literally awful. Yeah, that's what I was like. She knows that they're not good people. And they they could kind of figure that out. But I think they do it for like the safety of him. Because mm-hmm. like if he's like in a muggle world, he's safer than being in the magic world. Yeah. And like whoever is working for lord voldemort like the death eaters or something like it's more accessible for them i guess but yeah i was thinking that mike wait just like get him get another person to take care of him because they're not nice people and so i guess in the beginning they uh i'll like skip over but they he starts getting letters and um letters are getting sent to him from like this mysterious place and it has like beautiful writing on it and and i guess because the, the dursleys know about magic because they know like petunia knows that like her sister was a wizard and mm-hmm. or a witch and their mm-hmm. um, her husband was a wizard and so they're very like you can tell in the beginning they're kind of like scared of harry but you don't know why and i think it's like harry does have an idea of like i'm obviously different from other people mm-hmm. but he doesn't really have a name to like match it with and they're very like hesitant to like i don't know like they don't want to nurture him or anything and it's like is it because they're like prejudice against like magical people but they know they're aware of like these people are real that could one day like be something yeah and so um so it's kind of like interesting to see how they're like very reluctant i don't know why they're so bitter towards him maybe because like they just they just they hate everything that's not normal that's that's what i was thinking like they they hate everything that isn't normal like she and petunia like hated her sister Mm -hmm. and so why would you want to take care of like the, her son yeah. when you hate her and she calls um petunia calls her sister a freak and like mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of it stems from a little bit of jealousy too oh, for sure and i also wonder too like knowing how much petunia like felt like she wasn't special probably because mm-hmm. she talks about like how her parents were so thrilled like when her sister got her letter that there was a witch in the family i wonder too if that's why they spoil their boy rotten Mm-hmm. because oh, like God. she wants him to have like everything she probably didn't feel you know yeah she didn't and, like feel, also like, maybe why favored. they treat harry so poorly because like maybe for her it was like she could switch oh, the roles of their childhood like projecting <laughs> but yeah like she's for sure projecting on like what she didn't have and like mm-hmm. she's being she's bitter but it's like sad because then you literally have a kid like call child services like this kid is in a cover <laughs> and i oh and i like i couldn't help but wonder like watching it again i was like if they really knew like 
what his life was for these past 11 years like would they really have like left him here you know mm-hmm. they really yeah. wrestled with that one yeah but me i don't know we can keep going deeper yeah but, like <laughs> he he's so famous and so known and then yeah, to come he would have been like, so vulnerable nothing, and like yeah so yeah. i think it really should give him some good character he would have been like a straight up malfoy if he was like famous yeah, from the exactly. start and he so grew up like, like that maybe it was for the best. yeah they knew what they were doing but oh gosh, a remake where Harry and Malfoy are like best friends. Ooh, I'd be watch interesting. It. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they keep getting these letters from Hogwarts, and like Harry's like, these letters are for me, and but um, the Dursleys like they don't want him to like see them. So um, I can't remember the dad's name, Vernon, Uncle Vernon. Vernon, and so like he's like he's like trying to stop him. He's like covering like the um, oh like the fireplace, and he's covering like the mail like inserts because he doesn't want them to get anywhere. Yeah. And it's this is the only reason why I know that you don't get mail on Sundays because he'd be like no post on Sundays, and he's mm-hmm. all happy about not getting mail on Sundays. But then they show up anyway, um, and then so they then they go to that. I I don't even know where where they found that like island in the middle oh of the ocean. I also don't know how, how they, they got they there. <laughs> Like this is before oh Airbnb. Like literally, how did you find this place? How did they place? find this? And like, like how did the they get there? Storm. I'm sorry. What? And it's like freezing. They need more blankets than that. Yeah. Poor Harry's like on the floor, and like he hypothermia is a real thing. Yeah. But from there, um, Hagrid storms in because I guess he's been trying to like track Harry down. He's like, oh, it's he's trying to get let him know that like you've been accepted into Hogwarts, like you need to go to school and also like it's his birthday and he remembered that it was his birthday because mm-hmm. on his 12th birthday yeah. he gets that surprise and um so that's where we get that speech where petunia is like my sister was a freak don't like her blah 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 mm-hmm. and then so the next day um harry goes with hagrid and they fly away good luck to the dursleys don't know how they got out of there yeah. and so they end up at diagon alley they go through the they go through the leaky cauldron and then from there they go into Diagon Alley. What were your first like did you ever see like the Harry Potter world pictures of Diagon Alley? I honestly don't think I did. From Florida. Okay. No, I don't think I did. I've only ever oh, seen like, like Harry Potter World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. I only for me, I feel like I only ever really saw like the exterior of the castle pictures. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But what were your like impressions of like diagonally like watching it super cute how do we get there yeah well i mean let's go to england but i do i honestly i think this was one of my favorite scenes like once they get to diagon alley like everything just feels so like pretty and like put together and then like especially i feel like really my favorite scene is like them going into gringotts Mm -hmm. and like just i was like this bank place is so beautiful and like complex i said we love that coin (laughs) i said who's this little guy at the front like guarding it but no just like how like i feel like that also paints a picture of like just the way that like their bank worked and like there's Mm -hmm. these like goblins griblins what are they called that like guard it and how like complex like just to get to their vault was and like the whole mystery of that scene with like Dumbledore being like oh I can't tell you what's in here and like mm-hmm. I don't know just really painted the picture of the world of magic yeah what were your like, um, what were your favorite things about seeing Diagon Alley like what caught your eye I guess just like the difference between you know like the human muggle world mm-hmm. with the wizard world I and mean, you really just got a better picture of like what Harry you know hasn't been exposed to and just seeing like them they were like trading or like they were what selling something outside of on the alley i don't know like a bunch of wizards like, like little carts and stuff little yeah. carts of like different things like new things and he's like oh my 
gosh, whoa. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and then like the, um, oh my gosh, people are going to roast me. The like broom, what is it called? The Ollivanders? Olive- or no. The, 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 the broom that he got. Oh, the Nimbus. The Nimbus. Uh, yeah. 2000. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I have like amnesia. <laughs> uh, I can't remember anything. Um, but yeah, so the Nimbus 2000, he's like, whoa. And you mm-hmm. see his excitement for all these things. I'm like, my God, that's so beautiful. Like he's never seen anything yeah, ever. Yeah, it's so new to him. So he's being like literally flooded with mm-hmm. all this newness and you know with this strange this giant stranger but he brought him a cake so obviously he's trustworthy like, yeah. yeah but also i feel like he, uh, anything would probably be better than like uh, where he was yeah. yeah and also in this scene like realizing like oh harry's got some money. yeah he's like, got money little Ugh. do we know this boy's sitting on probably a little fortune yeah but it was so yeah when he was like um how am i supposed to pay for all mm-hmm. of this and i said oh my god my heart like yeah, I believe it was like, well, I'll write him a check. Like, <laughs> What's the Venmo? And then, yeah. yeah. And then you go to the bank and you see he's got like all those coins yeah. in there. But I think like just seeing the amazement and wonder in his eyes mm-hmm. of like, what is this world? Like, where are you? Like, what is this? And, you know, Hagrid like being super chill. Like, nah, you know. No biggie. Don't worry. We're going to go get you some money right now. Yeah. So I think just the amazement Harry sees just mm-hmm. entering the wizarding world. Yeah. Um, and then nice. getting Hagrid. No, Hagrid. Um, Sorry. And getting Hedwig. <laughs> Yeah, oh, um, yeah, beautiful. That bird deserves deserve better. Whatever. Yeah, let her fly. It's own musical. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the angry inch. Um, but yeah, I think my one of my favorite parts is um when he when he gets the wand because Ollivander's mm-hmm. like because he's like trying to because the wand chooses you mm-hmm. and so he's like trying all these wands and then of course the one that matches for him is the like the sister wand of the wand that killed his parents. So it's kind of, like, so interesting. Like, the depth in that is very, like... Yeah, and it's wild to think that, like, even though we don't we don't support J.K. Rowling, but how she, like, she had it all planned out. So, yeah. like, Harry and Voldemort are, were always going to be connected. And the fact that Harry was a horcrux himself and just mm-hmm. not realizing, like, okay, like, the one that, like, my, my, like, sister one is the one that tried to kill me, but it couldn't. And so it's just, like, there's a lot of, like... I think rewatching them again as like mm-hmm. I re- like not even just read the books but after you watch the last movie and then going back and like where were the hints and you start catching all these hints of like oh like we knew about Horcruxes a lot earlier they were just so like they were hinted at it was nothing yeah, like just, like her detail to mm-hmm. these things and um, like the invisibility cloak like that's a, that's one of the Deathly Hollows like the the three things and it's just like wild to think whoa this is a lot but yeah um i think one of my favorite scenes though is when they go on to the hogwarts express because um i think it's such a cute way to introduce like the two best friends like they're not best friends yet but they're gonna get there yeah and so when um oh when i jumped over but when harry like hagrid leaves him at the station and he's like where's this pot and he turns around he's gone yeah he's like gone i'm like how's this kid supposed to know he has to walk through a wall literally doesn't know anything (laughs) he just left him there but it's so cool to see that this is where the weasleys come in and the weasleys are such an important part to his story it's like his like kind of like a foster family and they Mm -hmm. take care of him so much and they sacrifice so much for him which is really cool because they genuinely love him and it's so funny to see like um because I love, um, like, I love Ginny, and she's, like, obviously super, like, she's a child right now, and, like, it's so funny to see, like, oh, you're gonna end up, like... I really thought that I was, like, this child is your wife. Like, yeah. it was so, so weird. Hard. 
and then like seeing the twins and you're just like oh my gosh it's like they're so witty and funny <laughs> oh, I love mm-hmm. that. and just to see like how like the, their mom is just so loving and like oh let me help you like gosh, this is how I you do it i love their mom their mom is literally like the third mom on tiktok like <laughs> she is the queen wait i haven't seen that oh my oh, god, god. are you mom? serious right now who is that oh we'll, we'll talk about this later I don't, I don't know who that is but um but yeah and then like them going in there and so like obviously obviously ron and um harry like sit together and then (laughs) like obviously sorry i keep saying obviously but um so they're going like little trolleys coming through and then the lady's like anything from the trolley and then you see like ron's like i'm all set yeah it looks like a nasty sandwich and he's like i'm all set and then harry's like we'll take the lot (laughs) and i'm like dang okay big baller day one And he just buys, like, the whole cart, and I think that's so cool, because then he's just see how excited Ron is with all of his stuff around him, and just, like, having all, like, chocolate, and so it's, like, funny to see, like, these guys are going to be natural best friends, because they're just, like, they're Mm -hmm. very chill, don't care, whatever, they're on the same page, and then here comes Hermione, and then she's, like, you got dirt on your nose right there, and then she's, like, very... Because he's trying to fix... I don't know what he's trying to do. He's trying to turn his rat yellow. He's trying to turn uh-huh. Scavers yellow. Ron is. And then Hermione comes in at that moment. And she's, like, already, like, dissing him about his spell. Like, you're not doing it right. Like, that's not a real spell. And so, like, that's your introduction. And, like, this girl's very smart. She She's, like, probably knows a bit too much about, like, magic and stuff. But, like, having that introduction. Like, she's going to be the backbone of, like, this friendship. Because she's going to know yeah. so much. And how to, like, save these guys' butts, like throughout like each movie yeah we like continually see that Mm -hmm. but one thing i will say that i do think is interesting now is um in between watching this for the second time i had a very short stint where i tried to read the book Mm -hmm. the first book (laughs) um but just like i remember in the book they described hermione's character as like she had like really um bushy hair Mm -hmm. and like a really like bossy voice and really big teeth Mm -hmm. and like just like yeah and like Mm -hmm. the details that they chose to describe her in the book i was like i don't really think that's like who they portrayed you Mm -hmm. know which like i love emma watson as that character but i did think it was interesting like the contrast yeah they i think they for sure made it their own especially because they were so young but i know that like they they try to get her to wear like the teeth to like look physically like her but it was too hard to talk with them for her and then like imagine like wearing those for what all the time you're filming the next few movies and then also with like harry like his eyes are pictures like i don't know if there's pictures but um and i know that harry because harry's eyes are actually um green but daniel radcliffe like he didn't want to wear those contacts so they like adjusted to make because his eyes are super blue but, like, so they made a few adjustments for the kids as much as they could because they're, like, children playing yeah. these characters. But, yeah, it's funny to see, like, how Hermione... I think I think she plays it the most accurately, though, out of the three. If Ron... I think Ron does a really, like, Rupert Grant does a really great job at, at it, too. Yeah. And Harry. But I feel like there's so many, like, personality correct characteristics of Harry that we miss a lot. Mm. But, yeah. So that's the train. I love that train. I want to go on it. I want it yes. to take me away. And I think it's cool because then the next shot, it's like that beautiful establishing shot of Hogwarts. Like you see, they're on like the little boats and they're going to see the castle. It's really so beautiful. And then the music and everything. You're just like, I want to go there. And big money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Big money. Yeah. And just seeing it. I'm like, these kids go to school here. Like, this is amazing. And just seeing they're like children and like 
lit their eyes and like oh my gosh this is amazing like mm-hmm. this is where we're supposed to be and then seeing like the great the great hall and like all the food and it's like all like just the seasons you feel like especially like fall winter you feel oh, yeah. those seasons when you're watching these movies because mm-hmm. it's during, oh, during sure. like those school years but yeah and then we have that show and it's just amazing but i want to know like the first part of the movie like what are your favorite um scenes throughout yeah i think well we've already talked about them but for sure when hagrid comes in on that um like little establishment during the middle of the storm mm-hmm. where they get away and he brings in that birthday cake because harry just uh, blew out his cake. really sad oh, yeah. picture and me just being a very um emotional person i was like oh my goodness that is so sweet like here he is with these mm-hmm. people who don't give him any time of day like he literally lives under the stairs mm-hmm. um and you know this random huge stranger comes with his own cake and just seeing like the happiness on him yeah. i was like my heart yeah was, it was like such a sweet moment mm-hmm. the like most sweetest thing for him and i know that meant so much to harry because he has had nothing like that yeah. remotely close and to receive that from a stranger um i think that was really sweet and then just finally having someone on his side um, yeah sorry it's just so i am i'm very deep but yeah finally having someone on his side and like when he cast that like little um rat spell oh yeah on, on dudley, dudley um and harry was like you know i have someone who will stand up for me like he's never had that yeah so that was just incredibly beautiful um and one of my favorite scenes because he's has like you know someone there for him yeah finally and i think yeah. that for sure solidifies that bond that they'll have for the rest oh, of the movies. Sure. like that definitely. connection like that's like the person you, they always like they go to hagrid's hut and like yeah. they share everything there and like, yeah and hagrid's got some loose lips we learned yeah he's man, always he i'm always like hagrid like, oh my gosh have said that. yeah he's like should have said that and i'm like dang dumbledore make this kid sign an nda I like know. he's spilling secrets left and right and literally every movie you like spill something that you shouldn't be I saying know. Uh, I think works. for me, one of the, I, and I, it's definitely not as deep as like your favorite scene, but I do think like <laughs> it's okay. I, now having watched them all, this scene when they're celebrating Dudley's birthday and they're at the zoo oh. and like how the snake like winks at him and like he speaks, it's like when we like now have, looking, yeah, looking back, we're like, oh, he speaks parcel tongue. Yeah. And like. Yeah. So I think just, like, having that, like, hint now looking back was, like, really cool. And just, like, you know, as, like, horrible as it is that, like, Dudley fell into the thing. Like, you know, I felt, like, a little sense of, like, oof, yeah, like, you know what, Dudley? Mm-hmm. Fall in that thing. Let the snake Stay grab you. Stay in there. Stay in there. there. And fall in you there. Know? And the mom petunia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, she's so annoying. It was just, like, yeah. And, like, it really shows, like, oh, Harry really is different, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the dad before was like, don't be doing any of your, like, little dumb things. Uh-huh. And so I think, yeah, it just, like, really painted the picture for, like, okay, like, this kid's got something, you know? Yeah, and it, and it, in Chamber of Secrets, then you'll realize, like, oh, yeah. like, that's not a good, like, nobody speaks in to yeah. snakes. But I think it's cool to, like, realize that. But that part always scared me because I hate snakes. I'm just like, this oh is gosh, disgusting. Yeah. I don't want to be here. But, yeah, no, I agree. I think those are good scenes. Um, So the other characters we get introduced to... When we go to Hogwarts, we see Snape already being like sketchy, and you're just mm-hmm. like, I, I love him so much. Yeah. But and when you're first watching, I'm like, I hate, like I remember you guys. Oh my gosh, you were always <laughs> laughing at us because we were always. I was like, like who is this guy? Like, oh my I God, don't bad like vibes, him. like bad with the heck, yeah. so sketch. And yeah. then you're like, 
it was just like so funny to watch you guys and i was just like this is so like i it's so funny to see like people hate on him before and then like at the end they're like crying for him (laughs) yeah but no that was so funny it was just like ugh, because like it's so easy to make him look like the bad guy yeah and like he's like Especially in this one, you think, like, he's doing the spell when Harry's on, like, the broomstick, but it's actually, like, a counter spell for yeah. that, that bald guy. Yeah, literally. And so you're just like, oh, my gosh, this guy's trying to kill Harry. But it's obviously because, like, he also has that, like, love for his mom. Yeah, too. he's really, like, the definition of, like, don't judge a book by its cover. Like, yeah, that is a definition Because on the exterior, it. he's like, ooh, but on the interior, he's like, oh. But he's so yeah. mean to him when they're in, like, oh. the... <laughs> they're in the class, and then he, like, asks Harry for something, and Harry's, like, trying to be a good student, like, writing down everything Snape yeah. says, and then he, like, he asks Harry, like, such a hard question, and he doesn't know, and then he's like, obviously, fame is on everything. I know, and, and I like, said... Oh I said check his note, but he was taking notes. He was writing what you were saying. Alone. Yeah, I think seeing like all the characters and like all the professors. Obviously, we don't get a con- like the same ones every year. We do get like a good handful, but obviously, yeah. like Defense Against the Dark Arts is always going to be someone different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see Professor Quirrell there, which is like okay, like I don't know. I like I never thought he was the bad guy. I always thought it was Snape. And I don't know if you guys remember, and like watching it again, I want to point out something, but. I remember when they're walking up to the sorting hat Mm -hmm. and all the professors are sitting there like very Last Supper-esque at that table. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I remember um, when he looks over Professor Quirrell and like you could have also thought it was Snape. But like I remember he touches his forehead like he feels like Mm -hmm. that like twitch. And I was like, why does he feel that? Like that seems kind of odd. Like, like that right seems here? like a bad sign. I remember mm-hmm. thinking like, oof, like, I don't know about this guy, but obviously he was very unsuspecting. Mm-hmm. But, and I also wonder now watching it back because he met Professor Quirrell in, the I think, Leaky was it Cauldron? Leaky Cauldron? Yeah. And yeah. nothing happened. Like, he had yeah. no reaction. So I'm like, was this in between that time then that, like, Voldemort possessed mm-hmm. him? Like, like, because obviously we don't have the backstory of when that all happened. Yeah. But I, I think that that is what happened because then... Because it, it wasn't until, like, they have to do multiple things to get him to revive. So that's why they get the unicorn's blood or they, they want the sorcerer's yeah. stone because, like, that that's, like, the elixir of eternal life. So mm-hmm. that's, like, that's like the whole point of, like, this movie, everyone. We're not really going to get through every single scene, but they're trying to get the sorcerer's stone. But, yeah, so it's interesting that, like, it starts hurting. So you obviously don't think it's him. You think it's Snape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, does it make sense? Um, but then we see McGonagall there again, and, like, she's talking about, like like the sorting hat and stuff and then we see neville with this what is it this frog that he has oh my gosh yeah he's Tubbers. so cute Tubbers. and then we get introduced before they get into the great hall to uh malfoy and then Ooh, you know that's cat's favorite I know, everyone looked at me in this room when she's in malfoy <laughs> but um, it's like so like his first impression is so like cool oh my gosh i want to be a so friend. elitist and like, so elitist. love like, it they go to turks and caicos for the holidays mm-hmm. like he and drives i'm there, I'm there with them <laughs> i don't know like <laughs> i hate him but i love him i'm like oh he's I hate like you, fun like, especially okay. the younger like when he's a younger like yeah. before he gets like really like intense and dark but like the first three and four movies when he's just like he's trying to be all bad but then he's actually like a wimp yeah and that's like, me that's exactly <laughs> me i'm all talk and all, all talk oh, what's all, bark, all bark no bite. bite and then hermione like slaps him in uh, azkaban or like oh punches gosh. him in the nose and like he's he's a little baby he, he literally is all talk but it's so fun to see like him like they're babies here and he's just yeah. like you'll find out like he tells harry like i want to like you should be my friend and should leave yeah. the others is like you'll find out that 
you'll find the wrong sort from the others or something yeah, he's like, like that. you'll find that like some wizard families are a lot better than others mm-hmm. and i'm like oh my gosh like yeah this nepotism but it's because like what his parents like especially his father like oh God, his father yeah. ends up being like a death eater but like what it's everything that he's been taught from his family and so you just know like these has anyone ever made a meme saying that um <laughs> lucius malfoy kind of looks like jeffree star <gasps> no you should because do it honestly he looks like jeffree star and also for those of you cut this out in post but if you watch selling sunset he also kind of looks like christine quinn very interesting character but anyways i think that scene also when like the introduction to draco is like so important because it really again like so early already re-solidifies like harry's commitment to be um ron's friend because like he so easily could have been like oh yeah let me go with like this cool like and that's how you know like harry's heart is Mm -hmm. like in the right place because he's like i think i can tell the right the Mm -hmm. wrong sort from the others thanks or something no i said okay yeah but yeah, so I think I think that's one of like my, my favorite scenes too. It's just like the introduction of characters because you see the personalities in those scenes and like they stayed that way the whole way Neville. through. Like yeah. it's just yeah. like Neville ends up. He's always like like the almost chosen one, but he like he's just so goofy and like funny and just like fun to see him. And then obviously the twins, which I who I love oh so gosh. much. They're just like I jokesters. Would die for yeah, them. I would. I'd lay down my life for them. Yeah. But yeah, so we get through that, and then we go through, um, so we go through, like, the whole, like, Great Hall, and we hear Dumbledore speak, and then it's, like, that all of, like, oh my gosh, this guy is so old, but he's, like, mm-hmm. so wise. He's so old. Um, and I think also, like, something that was so, like, like, how I said I never felt like I was, like, it was a kid's movie, like, just, mm-hmm. like, the magic of, like, their, like, Great Hall of all the candles floating in, like, the dining hall, and, like, when they go into the staircase, and there's all the portraits hanging, and, yeah. like the moving staircases and like all the arches and like the limestone i was just like so like wow like this is a place that people like of all ages can appreciate it for like the art that it provides and yeah it's like when we went to restoration hardware in la i was like this looks like hogwarts like all the stairs and but um so a few weeks go by and then before that real quick they they find out that something was stolen from gringotts oh yeah so they're trying to figure that out because i believe that is the, like their the first system. clue yeah. yeah but then um so it's halloween that night and so i think the day before or that day this is when leviosa happens mm. and so <laughs> so they're in class and they're doing like their spell and how to like pick up um swish and flick their little feather pencil and then um ron he's just like i don't even know how, how he says it he's not far off he says like leviosar yeah leviosar it's a leviosar yeah and she says that and then she's just like being hermione but then they after class she's like walking out she's walking behind them and then they start making fun of her like it's leviosa not leviosar and he's like no wonder she hasn't any friends and it's just like oh my gosh that's so mean he's like that's your future wife watch what you're saying watch your mouth watch your mouth (laughs) 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 and then um and then that's like that's why she's in the restroom on Halloween mm-hmm. night, crying in the club, crying. She's crying there because they, she doesn't have any friends, and she's just being like they're just they're wrong for that for making fun of her for that. But um, so before that, so after that, they they're having their Halloween feast, and then Quirrell mm, comes man. in. Good that looks like oh my god the floating pumpkins and like the whole like, like why don't my uh, Thanksgiving dinners look yeah like I want to have table's full. It's full of like stuff, and then if you look at like the close shots, there's just like it's all like junk food, but then there's like chicken legs, yeah. and there's like 
a bunch of stuff, but then like cupcakes everywhere. I'm like, what do you eat first? What do you eat first? I don't know. Do dessert That's first. Good, yeah. That's so good. But um, but yeah, so they're like having the feast and then Quirrell comes in. He's like, troll in the dungeon. And then he and it's like, like so dramatic out. and he falls to the floor. Hilarious. It is so funny. so funny. And he's like, I thought you all should have known. And then he like falls and it's just like, and then seeing the kids like look at each other when they start yelling. And, and they start freaking out hysteria like everyone yeah. just like runs it yeah. is i think that scene is just so funny because then you see ron's face and he's just like and he's like food in his mouth and he's like screaming and then everyone's like trying to go with like their prefect or whatever and like they're trying to get back to their rooms but then they realize like hermione's not here like where's hermione and so they go um they go to the bathroom and then she's in there crying but then the troll's in there yeah and so this is where like they it's like kind of miraculous that these two little kids defeat this troll yeah um, but it's also funny to see like the CGI of like when like you mean Harry it wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> but like when Harry's on the shoulders of the troll and he's like swinging and it's yeah, like I said, so Harry, funny. you are dumbass because why would you get on? I don't know. Just, uh. And I feel like it's a, in a lot of the movies going forward. Ron is almost like you're like Ron. Like what do you do? Like mm-hmm. it almost feels like he doesn't contribute, which he really does. But like when some you look, might say when you look, liability. Yeah, some <laughs> might call him a liability. I'm sure he resonates with Lord's writing, mm-hmm. but. In this one, when you think about it, he's the one who kind of really like pulled together and like rallied for them. He was the true Gryffindor in this film. Like he actually really saved them in that scene because he's the one who made the little like and the chess scene. The chess he sacrificed himself. He's kind of underrated. He's the true Gryffindor. He's like not as goofy as Neville. He has a little more of a wit. I I don't know, but then he'll pull it together when needed. When needed. When needed. That's true. Um, But yeah, like that scene, and then. It's, like, astounding to me that they just get points here and there for whatever they do. Like, yeah. like oh, you guys defeated this troll. Like, you oh, get a few points. points I said. But then they'll, like, lose a bunch of points for such small things and then gain, like, what, like, 500 points for, like, a, defeating a troll or something. But, yeah. Which is funny. So, um, so then this is where, like, they all become best friends. Like, they just saved her life. So this is where, like, the trio solidified for the forever. Trauma bonds, people. Yeah. <laughs> And then after that is the Quidditch match. So this is where we believe that like Snape is bad because they're at the Quidditch mm-hmm. match and then he has his broomstick. And then we see like Hermione, like he's kind of freaking out on the broomstick area. And then you see Hermione like and run and like, oh shoot, like a Snape is like whispering something. Yeah. But yeah, um, so what did you guys, you guys for sure like never doubted in your mind that Snape was. Oh, 100%. I thought he was a baddie. I said, this guy is... Playing for the dark side, he uh, baddie through and through. Like even down to like his haircut, I said this guy's he's got yeah. some bad in him. He invented the curtain bang. The curtain bang. Honestly, and yes. he did it best. No one, no one can do it better. So he's a baddie. Yes. Because of that, like I was just like Snape, what are you doing? How come nobody sees this? Like, yeah, hello, y'all are dumb. Yeah, as and I was heck. like, and also even in that troll scene, like he went out like the side door when everyone else left. Mm-hmm. You know. And so I think you're just immediately like painted to like perceive him as like mm-hmm. this bad character. And, he had like, and it's like a leg. kids movie, right? Mm-hmm. So you're just like, okay, these movie like directors aren't as smart, you know? Like why would yeah. you try to be go through all these hoops for That's true. for a kids movie? So I'm like, yeah, like predictable. Hello, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever, we'll take it. We'll take it. But yeah, so they're at the they're at the Quidditch match, and then Hermione does like a counter curse for. 
Mm-hmm. He's, she, so they're trying to stop Snape because he's like whispering something, but he like looks, looks so focused on Harry. But then when he shows, she like lights his like cloak on fire, but you don't realize. I think he's Quirrell's in front of him or next to him, behind, behind, behind him, behind yeah. him. And so like obviously he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna stop when um when Snape freaks out because there's a fire and like yeah. The, <laughs> and so, but they still think that it's Snape from there. And then uh. So we'll get to Christmas because this is where he receives the invisibility cloak. Yeah. Um, so it belonged to his father, and so he uses it to explore the restricted restricted section. And then they find um, information on like, Nicholas Flamel, and that's a name that Hagrid lets yeah, slip. Yeah, which they never would have if Hagrid didn't slip it. Yeah, and he's like, I prob- yeah, like you said, I probably shouldn't have said that. And they learn that he is the only known maker of the Sorcerer's Stone, which is the elixir of life, like we said before, which makes the drinker immortal. So we, this is where we, we could kind of figure out, like, okay, like, if Voldemort's still out there, that's what he needs to, like, come back again. Yeah, and he's, like, after this. And it's very much like that, like, tuck everlasting kind of thing is, like, what it reminded me of, of like, oh, if you have this, you'll live forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... um and then from there we start seeing Harry sees that Quirrell and Snape are having like a confrontation and it's like we don't know anything at this point but we know that like Snape is very suspicious of Quirrell because he's being super sketchy sneaking in places trying to get random stuff so from here we know that like Snape is like is thinking about like okay why what's this guy's deal like what is he doing Mm -hmm. um so but obviously the trio thinks that it's still Snape that it's trying to get the stone so, like, they're convinced that, like, Snape is trying to get the stone to, like, revive Voldemort. And then Hagrid tells him, like, no, like, he would never. And then, oh, this is, like, not important. I guess, well, I appreciate Hagrid. But then he has, like, that dragon that yeah, he's trying to the whole dragon thing, I said, what is this side story? Like, Yeah, because he, it's so interesting, though, because I think it's this book or the next one. Like, the dragons get sent to where Harry's brother Bill is because he takes care of dragons. I'd be totally wrong, but um, so it kind of has a connection. So we're supposed to like know about like other characters sooner yeah. than later. But okay, so they um, so we're gonna skip to where they have detention. I think they why do you remember why they got detention? They got detention because they went to Hagrid's hut in late, late night, and Malfoy went and followed them and saw them and then went and told McGonagall, and, and she's like you guys don't have the authority to like be out late this late and she's like the four of you go to detention and Malfoy's like I'm sorry she said the four of us and she's like yes <laughs> you lead us frick the four of you he literally you was out, out there <laughs> yeah and this is where um so this is super scary I don't want to be out in this forest oh my gosh yeah as a child like, oh you're the dark force is forbidden and but they're like oh here go. go out in the middle of the night at the witching hour like your detention could it be something else you just Harry and Malfoy like alone I know I was like you guys with, have like erasers to clack or like whiteboards to clean like or some this pepper is your spray detention? or something like, like yeah like clean the the kitchen or something like why I think we go to a forbidden forest for that. But um, this is where we see that there's a hooded figure drinking blood from that unicorn. And um, the scent, this is so interesting, like the center comes mm-hmm. up and then he's like telling him that there's like this this thing, this cloak thing killed a unicorn to drink its blood and it'll keep one, 
that's where we learn that it'll keep one alive and that hooded figure is actually Voldemort. Yeah, and he says, like, you can't be here. Like, you should not be here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, eh, excuse me, if it's this unsafe, why would... You Hogwarts, know, the most safe place. The most safest place, you know. But being right and boarded up next to feet the most against dangerous him, place. Feet yeah. away from him. Like, what? Like, do a detention somewhere else. Like, go somewhere else. But, um... From there, they're kind of, like, getting down to it. Like, okay, like, we kind of know what's going on. Like, what's, like, Voldemort's trying to come back. That's why he wants the stone. So the stone is important to Voldemort to get yeah, back on his feet. All the pieces together. Mm-hmm. But they think it's still Snape that's trying to get it for him. They try to, like, go tell Dumbledore, but then he's conveniently he's away. Honestly, this guy doesn't help at all. Do something, do better. This boy is freaking flyer miles because he's gone a lot. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Do you not talk? Probably about Dumbledore. No, we love him, oh but like goodness. he's seeing places. He's meet and greeting. Yeah, he's, book signings. He's like also very famous. So. Yeah, famous wizard. Get and, that coin. That's and then true. Um, they tell McGonagall, and she's like shook that like they know. Like, how do you know this much about? Yeah. Like, isn't this like your second day here? Like, how do you know so much about the stone? And they just learn. They're just very nosy kids that want to mm-hmm. figure out things that yeah. they shouldn't be figuring out. Um, but then that they she like assures them like it's safe in the castle. And that also that Dumbledore is gone and he's on a mission from the Ministry of Magic. We hate the Ministry of Magic. And um, yes, we do. so then they so they take it upon themselves to stop Snape from the getting the stone. Uh, like how old are they? They're 11 years old. Yeah. Like, let's go Which also, Snape's... like, I think wow. a very interesting point in this um, dilemma is how they're the ones that figure out that people don't just walk around with like a dragon to give you. Mm-hmm. to give to Hagrid and they're like oh my gosh who gave this to you and he's like I never saw his face like you know and that like, dragons are like basically illegal so exotic here. and rare yeah. like yeah and then when he's like oh I just told them like oh you just have to train them like he literally gave him like the secret to how to tame the beast like guarding the stone yeah. and so we really just see time and time again that Hagrid should not just have confidential information yeah wait for a chamber of secrets <laughs> poor guy um but this is so they go through the trials and then so this is where like they do like they have the three-headed dog they have to get through so they're trying to get to um so they're trying to get to the stone first before snape gets there mm-hmm. so they have to go through all this all these things so these trials so the first one is the three-headed dog which is quite scary but also pretty cartoonish so they get through that but then after it's the nights and so that's where um Ron like sacrifices himself to get like hit so that they can go on. A hero. Yeah, our hero. And, he's and so even charming. too when they're like getting there and they're trapped in like that like whatever substance it is like the like mm-hmm. devil's snare. Devil's yeah. snare, whatever. And like it's like what like their first week they don't know what that is. And Hermione's like, it's devil's snare. Like we have to relax. And yeah. Like, <laughs> like if she if she wasn't there, the kids would have been dead yeah, already. They would have been dead. They'd be in that pile. Of she stuff. is essential. The essential worker. She really is. And so they get through all these trials, but then at the last one, um, only Harry can go by himself. And it's in, like, that little, oh, like, circled place. Uh-huh. Um, and then it's... The flying keys or something? Yeah, he gets the key, and then he goes in there. And then... Um, which is fun. I think that's super... One of my favorite scenes, too, is just seeing, like, there's multiple, like... I guess, like, not relays, but multiple challenges they go through, and it's, like, fun uh-huh. to see how they get through them. Yeah. And, it's a journey. Know. It's always yeah, a journey it is a to, journey. like, their outcome. And it's so fun. I think I like that scene because it's just, like, very different and, like, all the different scenes of it very much. Yeah, because Hagrid was, like, nowhere like, it's very well protected. Like, these three kids got through mm-hmm. it like nothing. Oh, my gosh. And they've been there, what, for a week or two? Yeah. No longer, but, like, they just got through it like nothing. And so 
he gets into where the the mirror is there and the mirror of the anthropology said, mirror yes yeah, I'm <laughs> that everyone's trying to recreate on tiktok oh wait i haven't seen that oh uh, we'll send it to you send it to me yeah, i want to see it so i on target i was on target and i saw they had the mirror of erised and i thought it was so big and it only sold like 25 dollars and i was oh, like no oh way. i'm gonna buy it and then i i didn't buy it but then i go to target and it's in like the cute like bed harry potter bedding section the and kids it's, section <laughs> is what she's getting at everyone <laughs> the kids section yes and it's literally like the, how many feet is this it's like it's a five dollar like foot feet. long it literally is like but you should see the picture of it on my phone oh because it's probably and, like a close-up flat but it looks looks huge i'm like oh this is a good body it's probably dollars. huge in the hand of a four-year-old it was like a, it would be in. i thought it was like a target rewards <laughs> deal i was yes, like oh it's not bad i should do that i should get that but um so they get to the mirror and i we skipped over the mirror but they've been oh, introduced the mirror to the mirror is honestly probably one of my favorite scenes yeah just because like tell us, tell us. it's like sim power like it's so sad yeah. when they see the mirror and Harry is looking at it and he sees his two parents and they're mm-hmm. just like standing there and like his dad and his has yeah. his shoulder and like honestly that made me want to cry so bad because it's just so sweet and like he Rest also me. like other than pictures doesn't know like what his parents look like yeah. you know like he doesn't have any father yeah. like, parent figures yeah, yeah. and so figures. like just like the excitement when he runs to Ron and is like oh my gosh my parents are here my parents are in this mirror mm-hmm. and like they're looking in it and then Ron steps in and he sees himself as like the head the head seeker like of the quidditch team or whatever and like just sees himself (laughs) as like this popular like revered guy and he's like does this mirror show us our future and harry's like it can't be like my parents parents are are dead dead." and like so to know that like that mirror shows you like your deepest like desire just like oh like that made me so sad like he can never like no matter what he does or like what he accomplishes like he can't get what he desires the most and it shows like speaks volumes to like this 11 year old like it's all he wants Mm -hmm. whereas another 11 year old just wants to be popular yeah yeah the cool kid and like um like mvp of quidditch but it's like no kid should have to go through like that sadness and that trauma so it's like Ugh. ugh Like, in this kid, like, Ron wants to be Very heartbreaking. And we'll see later in the movies that like, Ron gets his time to shine as a Quidditch. 100%. As a gosh, with lavender. But, yeah, so going back to that mirror is, has been, like, in a few scenes here and there. And then there's that scene where, like, Dumbledore finds Harry in that mirror. And he tells him, like, like this is not your future. This is just what you desire. And then he, that's how they know they mo- moved it because Dumbledore moves it because they, he thinks, I guess, because if you're, if you, like, if you're going to that mirror technically all the time to like see it then you don't know what like real life is like he says mm-hmm. it does not do dwell like do well to dwell on dreams so it's like if you're always like dreaming about that and like you're always just like oh what could have been or this is where i could yeah. be like you're not gonna live your life actually so like props to double door for actually moving that mirror yeah. but also you didn't hide it well enough because we found it later <laughs> But so they get to, so Harry gets to the mirror, he sees a mirror, and then he sees Quirrell, and he like turns around very dramatically, mm-hmm. and he's just like, uh, as a viewer too, we're like utterly shocked, I'm like, okay, like, I didn't think, like, yeah, did you guys like, expect guy? him at all? I mean, I wasn't, I was, I was surprised, but I wasn't mm-hmm. shocked just because like, I did kind of in the back of my head have that like, why did Harry's forehead twitch? Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of weird, but I was like, this, this guy, like, Mm-mm. oh, okay. I was shocked. I was shocked. shocked. I said, Ooh, a white <laughs> refrigerator. I need a, I don't but, know that. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Sorry. Okay. Also, if you guys are really just resonating with all of these TikTok references, please hit us up afterwards. We but I literally like, no, when he was standing there, I was like, is, is Snape behind you? Like, yeah. is he on the other side of the mirror? Like, what's going on? Is he brushing on? his teeth? Was like, literally, where is he? 
Every did time it, you approached him, he was very, like, gentle and, like, I don't know. I thought he was, like, like warm, He passed out kind. on a troll. Why would you? Yeah, he was very unsuspecting. For, yeah, so yeah. I was very. Shocked. And I think that's why Voldemort chose him as a host, too, was just, like, he's super vulnerable, very, like, oh, unsuspecting. Because sure. if you pick someone like Snape, you're going to be like, this I'm guy's evil. Just like multi-level marketing, they're apparently vulnerable. <laughs> that's who Carl is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so, um. So then Harry goes down there and confronts him. He's like mad. It's like you see like well, how no, angry he gets. No, literally like the too. way Harry is like a few steps above him mm-hmm. and Quirrell's like, "Harry, come here." And Harry just goes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, "What the We like, just watched and I said, "Harry, what the, why would you why?" He's just going there. Yeah. Just come here so blindly and he's like so on edge to like we're mm-hmm. going to fight yeah. this guy and then just runs. He just walks over just to walks him. Just walks over to him. Yeah. And uh, then um uh, so then he unwraps his like his turban. turban and it's freaking Voldemort in the back okay, of it. Okay, that was so. If I'm yeah, shocked that, already. That's when I was like, oh shh. <laughs> I said, what? I said, what damn hell is this? Yeah, it know. is so. It scared oh. me. I was like, why is this guy's face on the back of this guy's face? It was very interesting. <laughs> and obviously, like, which also I can imagine in 2001. Said, 2001, me would have been traumatized. Took the world by storm. Yeah, literally by took the world by Stormy Webster. Webster. Oh my, my gosh, you guys, delete. <laughs> But yeah, like it it was it's super scary for a kid to watch that and just like why is this guy's melted face on this? Yeah. <laughs> melted ice cream face on here and then um and then he's like talking to him and he's like that like raspy voice and he's mm-hmm. just like hey, whatever and then he kind of he's so like dumb, I hate him, but he like tries to like bribe him, like, I'll give you what you want, like in that mirror if you give me the stone. Obviously he's not like once he would get yeah. the stone he would immediately like kill Harry. And because that's like the biggest reason why he wants to get back out like alive again. Like he he wants to prove himself. Well, yeah, and he sees himself in the mirror and he remember he's like, I see the stone, but how do I grab it? So it's like obviously like that is the one thing he wants. Like more than mm-hmm. anything is this little stone. Yeah. And then when he's. When, sorry, what was I? No, oh. When, and then when you see that Harry has a stone in his pocket, and then he realizes, obviously later Dumbledore tells him, like, he got the stone because he didn't have any desire to use it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it showed up in his pocket, which is kind of, like, crazy to think, like, magic. But, um, so, but Harry kills someone in this scene. Let's talk about that. <laughs> so, I was, like, when I rewatch this, I'm like, dang, he literally killed this guy. 11 years old. 11 years old. Like, because in the book, he just, like, he doesn't, like, Harry doesn't do anything for Quirrell to, like... Girl just like goes like he yeah. does on his own. I couldn't confirm just, because just I didn't make it that far in the book, but, but yeah. I'd imagine that's in what the happens. book. Carrie doesn't like grab his face, and then his face starts like chipping away into like ash. Okay. But um, so they like both like the the stone like gets comes out of his pocket or something, and then they both like reach for it, and then um, why did he just leave it in his pocket? I know I don't remember how that happens, but um, but then when they like both get like to it. Harry touches like his face like that's the first thing he goes where he's like touches his face to get him away and then he's he starts freaking out because his face is like crumbling and he's just like dot like yeah dying and then yeah, after that you see that like Voldemort's like cloud or like Casper like his essence his essence like goes <laughs> like he flies away because then he he can't survive just like that and so he has to go away and so we don't see him till Goblet of Fire which is wild to think that um we just see tom riddle yeah, yeah. 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 and so um that's like the end of that and then harry g- wakes up in the hospital and then dumbledore t- tells him that his mother's 
like love protected him and that's why he was Which saved. like ooh, let's talk about that mm-hmm. that's beautiful yeah her, her pure loving beautiful. sacrifice provides harry with an ancient magical protection from voldemort's lethal spell and also prevents voldemort from touching harry without suffering terribly which also does the world not know this like has dumbledore not shared this because like isn't like so much of like the hype and the mystery in the in their world of harry like oh he's this baby that like survived mm-hmm. the dark lord and it's like it wasn't really necessarily him it was his mother like yeah protecting him you know i think they think of it as like because the spell like didn't work on him went like physically yeah. so they didn't think they i think they didn't realize like it was a protection spell yeah. more of just like this super baby yeah yeah they sure didn't know that but yeah. yeah so then um dumbledore tells them that they destroyed the stone so they don't have to worry about it anymore and then I just like this is one of my favorite parts <laughs> the end when they were like back at so they want to get the house cup and they're back at the great hall and it's like why would you do this like you never tell someone that they're gonna lose this way or someone they're gonna win this way because they'd like tally up all the points so it's like okay like hufflepuff ravenclaw and then slytherin's at the lead like the biggest lead and then of course they are and then dumbledore's like psych just kidding i'm gonna grant uh-huh. neville for being so brave to his friends i'm gonna grant harry and ron for he the troll it was like this scene in mean girls where she where she's oh. breaking the tr and he's He's like for Neville, for Harry. He's like and handing like, out points left and right, yeah. chipping off pieces of that like, crown. Can you actually do that? Like, just give out like points for a character. I guess wants. like it's a nice like yeah. it's a nice thing to like like show yeah. kids in a movie. But I think that just cracks me up because it's you start, message. but you start out telling like Slytherin you've won, but the, after like, consideration, and then saying like after like you didn't have to say that Slytherin was in the lead if you were gonna give it to yeah, Gryffindor. Why do you guys do this in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. and it's just like so funny because then they, they end up winning. a good dramatic moment. I know the yeah, drama. I, I think even this transition of Harry, you literally like well, we're facing Voldemort. Here mm-hmm. we are. Next thing you know, just yeah. you won. You won. You got the trophy. Your, your, your um house cup. It also just like mirrors how how like he literally is an eleven year old. Like yeah. mm-hmm, this is kid. his life. Like. And yeah, on the side, he's like dealing with all these obstacles, you know? His side job. His side, his hustle. side job. His side <laughs> hustle culture. Work from home. Yeah, no, I felt that. And it's just like funny. Like that scene is just my favorite because it's just like, they just throw out points like this throughout the movies. You just see like they'll throw out points for mm-hmm. whatever. And like, where's, I need the rule book. Like, where is it? Yeah. Like, or is Yeah, this? it's such an interesting system. Yeah, no, it really is. They deducted 50 points and then, oh, you get five. And then you get 200. Oh, who even cares if you took away those 50 points if I got 200 points after for doing something else for killing a troll like make it make sense Walgorts but yeah so that's the end of the movie um any final thoughts on it or just what deep messages you got from the first film deep messages just like wow the trauma the things this kid has seen well not seen but the things this kid has experienced like I think that was just like the biggest takeaway for me it was like oh my gosh like this poor kid like has had such a horrible life and just wants a family mm-hmm. like so badly and so yeah i think and that really helps you see throughout all the rest of the films how that motivates him yeah yeah his internal motivation um for sure definitely agree with everything you said so beautifully <laughs> said yeah um uh, but definitely just harry's just journey to this new world was mm-hmm. just beautiful overall yeah um and just seeing like him create a bond with hermione and ron you know and even like hagrid you know and yeah. just really i love that creating bond. these yeah. relationships he's never had in 11 years 
Um, and just for 11 years feeling like unloved and just such not, an outsider not valued and, and mm-hmm. to now being like so famous and like the Harry Potter. But he like the way that he keeps like he's even though it's like through all the other traumas that are coming up for him, like he still remains like that person with a good heart. Yeah. Like he never lets the fame like. Well, here yeah. and there when he gets all like hockey and stuff, you know, when, when he starts dating. Well, by the lot. <laughs> yeah. Or he's like, I am the chosen one, like later on. But it's like, it's like fun because like, it's just growing up with him and seeing like, oh, like he's going to grow. But it's like, you'll see like all like the good things that are coming from him, but also like the bad things and like the sad things that are up there for him. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's why I like the first two a lot because like, they're just so happy and like, you're going to yeah. have a good time and it's fun. Um, but still have like good stories to tell. Yeah. So Harry's journey is incredibly beautiful wonderful um yeah so it's fun it's a good time it is a good time and then when you when the world opens up again we have to go to harry potter world yes, and have yes. that butter beer because that butter beer okay i need to know from you guys too listening okay, what yeah. do you prefer frozen butter beer hot butter beer or just like the regular cold one i used to just like the hot one but okay. the frozen one is amazing oh. and they put like this cream on top pumpkin just or don't maybe, try that um Double fist in. It's I so guess. good. And then we get a flight. Get oh, a flight. Yeah. But yeah, so let me know what, what your favorite preference of butterbeer is because I would love to know. But I, I also want to make it. If you have any good recipes for it, send it our way. We have to make it. But yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for being on here. Thanks uh, for having us. Yeah. Thanks thank for you. having us. This will be the first Christmas esque movie because it is. I feel like Harry Potter is always like, oh my tis gosh. the season. Yeah. His Christmas it's very sweaters. festive. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! Just oh my like gosh. If they could scenes. remake like a line of those Luke's, I think Abby said they sell yeah. the sweat, the Christmas the, sweaters, the R and like the H oh ones. They sell, the them at, they sell them. They sell them at Harry Potter World. Harry Potter I said like, oh my gosh, I would totally buy one of these. No, when the world opens, we're spending. We're putting yeah, in cash. They're like, they're like, like ninety dollars, but they're spend, like real. I don't care. Oh. We're, we're gonna they're buy them all. Investment piece. <laughs> we're buying the whole thing in the ones. But yeah, they sell them at the take the lot City Walk. City Walk. The Harry Potter store there. They have the sweaters in there too. No, wow. when, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, gonna wait. wait. So you have and your experience and go to Ollivander's and get your wand. Like bags, like my arms. I'm literally <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shut bags. That's what I need. I'll get a Universal Studios credit card just really. <laughs> so I guess backstory, guys. We we started watching this at the very beginning of quarantine. We thought this was gonna be two weeks, and then we're like, we're gonna go for Drew's birthday in April mm-hmm. to Harry Potter World, like celebrate great things. We just finished the series, and then like. The whole world shut down. And it's yeah, we literally down. like how funny to think we were like, oh, we have a couple weeks. The world's gonna close. Like we could go. we'll watch Harry Potter. The time <laughs> will fly by, and then for my beginning of April birthday, we'll go to mm-hmm. a theme park and crowds of people and be fine. Yeah, it's so, so sad. So whenever whenever that time comes, it's gonna be it's like well worth the wait. And all that money, save that money, get a loan. We'll be setting it aside. Yeah, but yeah, sweaters. Yay! Thank you guys. Um. Hopefully you're all doing well during this COVID time. Stay safe. Stay safe. Drink well, lots of water. Stay home. Watch some movies. Lots of Christmas movies. Drink your hot cocoa with oat milk. Oh, I want to get go those. get a Starbucks iced, iced caramel, caramel brulee, brulee latte with, with, with oat, oat milk. milk. No whipped no cream. Whipped cream. <laughs> you won't regret it. Wait, it I is, should try that. That, that is so good. That shit is crack. We and like yes, you do. You can't mobile order it. You do have to physically get off like it's 2007 and like order it because they don't have oat milk on the app but it is worth can you do a drive-thru yeah oh yeah yeah, of course but drive-thru lines have been yeah a little long every since the holiday stuff it's been like okay so last friday the holiday line came out and 
last Friday the holiday drinks came out, and since that Friday we've had probably I think I've had eight, eight or nine eight eight ice caramel brulee since then. Ice and no for the cream? for the listeners, yeah. it is Thursday, so it has been six days. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, why are we saying that so proudly? Um, no, yeah, ice caramel brulee latte with oat milk, no whipped cream. Literally the best thing. That's ever. amazing. Good. Yay. Okay. Well, I'll have to try that because I haven't had that ever. No, it's so good. Okay. Cool. Okay. okay happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. 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 Happ